Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mornings on the game means more of the morning shift. Nice. (laughs) On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is 8 o'clock, and that means it is time for the wake-up call. You can call us at 404-726-0929 and tell us who you think needs that wake-up call. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer in your home today and start packing. Wake-up call goes for me. I can't believe I did a top five list of fast food sandwiches on a day that, that I'm not eating. Burgers? Oh. Yeah. Well, you, that's your opinion. That's You call a burger a sandwich? I don't know what other category you want me to fit it into. There's not Just enough fast food places doing category. sandwiches. That's fast food burger. The amount of pla- fast food places doing sandwiches is just so minute. No, you so call small. them burgers. It's a, to say no. Not I'm just fast saying burgers. If you wanted to do sandwiches, what am I going to call? I, the Chick Fil A and Zaxby's on there. I'm not going to call those a burger. I'm with Linda Mike McGill. on this one. Entrees. You're getting too you're getting too technical, Tiffany. You Way too technical. Some categories don't need to exist this much, Tiff. You know what I mean, the, a burger is this, a sandwich. This a burger is one, not a sandwich. It just a happens to be a sandwich. grilled. This is one time I'm okay without a subcategory. Yeah. So, mm. Put that fair. out there. Mm. So maybe Tiffany's the wake up call. No. Well, uh, I mean, she, well, can she, I know she, what day it was? <laughs> the wake up call. <laughs> the, the, the guys hitting us up on Twitter yesterday saying they stopped by, uh, stopped by and got donuts. Oh, they did. I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry to anyone out there that was, uh, I guess, persuaded or influenced. <laughs> like, I had to stop to by and get, get these donuts. None of them were cream filled, though. Just glazed. Exactly. Yeah. Well, smart, yeah. smart people. Well, I'd hope that you didn't. You wouldn't order something you don't want. Is a cream filled donut a, a donut, or is that only it's trash? It's only for circle shapes. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure. Point. It's a donut. Actually, actually, there's no hole in it. So, is it a donut? I don't know. I'm asking you. Is it you a miss- cake? See, this Miss is subcategory. This is why social media should never been invented because <laughs> everyone has an opinion on things, and we just can't accept this simple little. Everyone has in life. an opinion, and twenty percent of the people are crazy. And, and yes, <laughs> don't yes. point at me. Well, the well, thing I is, is everyone wants to nitpick. No, 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 no. You can't do that. That's not that. That's not what that is. Everybody's an expert on everything. A lot of contrarians out there. A lot of socials. experts, I would say. Yeah, contrarians. Fake right, experts. Uh, let's get Didi like in. Fake tough guys. <laughs> We're going to the lines. Good morning, Didi. What's up? Yeah, what's going on? Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Uh, I can't Good. complain. You? Yeah, yeah. I got a wake up call, man. Wake up calls for uh, my boy Squid Billy, man. You know, I just heard that commercial, man. You selling the hell out of them tomahawk steaks, boy. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, but you just made me hungry, boy. <laughs> That's <lie>. right. <laughs> 
Let's go. Hey, bro, you make them chicken breasts sound good, boy. <laughs> well, they are. I mean, I ain't lying. Hey, was, hey know, Didi, every like time he comes time. on with that, it sounds like he's doing a Valentine's Day commercial. He's like, mm, making love to these steaks. Right, right. Man, Squid pretty good at that, man. You know, he needs more commercials, man. He's pretty good, man. <laughs> Hey, um, I agree. You don't know what you. I was gonna say you, you just kicked you off. Uh, he wanted me to fit his head out the studio door Seriously. now. So, uh, right, right. You know, Mike, I have no problem with your list of burgers, sandwiches, or whatever, man. You know, uh, I have to put the Whopper on there for me. Um, and one more thing too, man. The uh, you, one you can't sleep on is the. I'm not sure if it's a burger sandwich or whatever, but the uh, the chicken, egg, and cheese from Bojangles, man. Got to be on my list, man. That's I ain't gonna actually. Lie, man. Hey, man, you throw a little bacon on that thing, oh, man. Hey, all man. Right, all right, woo. All right, hey, I'm getting hot in here, but stop with that. Uh, no, nah, he, he's spot on. Bojangles is such a sleeper pick, man. Great call, by the way. We had, uh, I, I want to say it was, um, was it Joe Zelenka? Uh, there was a long snapper for the Falcons when I was a rookie, and I think he used to come in with Bojangles like twice a week in the morning. The glazed blueberry biscuits. Just so solid. That was my first introduction to Bojangles. I didn't have Bojangles growing up or in Tuscaloosa or anything. So when I got here and Bojangles started flowing in, there's one right on Buford Road up there, uh, right up there in Buford that a couple of guys would stop at. So solid. You know what they're so saying? Solid. You know what their slogan is, right? What's that? It's Bo time. Yeah. Seriously. It's Bo time. Uh, That's right. I, listen. I, By the way, uh, if you want to, you can go to OmahaSteaks.com slash Bo, and you can get uh order today. You'll get those free uh, air-chilled uh, chicken and the pork chops. Right, Dylan? That's right. That's right. I love how, I love how Didi was like, I don't know if it's a sandwich or a burger or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Well, I think he was trying to. He was, I've now made people. Think. Well, he was re- he was letting <laughs> Tiffany know that he's recognized her uh, contrarianness. Look, I've come out of the darkness, and I want people to free think about their. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> about their, about their sandwich categories? Yeah. Stop it. Stop that's what, it. That's what this fast is taking away from me. How did how did we get to a point where the hot dog and hamburger conversation or a hot dog sandwich or whatever? It, like that just came out of nowhere. It, it it I just told you. It's social media and everyone thinks they have an opinion and they're entitled to it and it turns into this. That's debate. why you tweet so much, right? Well, I just want everyone to know if they're wrong or right. I want people. To, I want. He's gonna, he's gonna inform them. He's I want. Them. I want people to be on the right track in this life, Tiffany. I used to believe in a in a Twitter follower to tweet ratio. I don't know, but but it started to get so far down the road where Twitter's so old now. It's like 17 years old that it doesn't really work anymore. But I was like, if you have more, like if you have 50 percent more tweets, like if your if your amount of tweets is half of your of your follower base, then like you have an issue. But now it's like, because you'd see people with like 3,000 followers that had 100,000 tweets, and you'd be like, Dude, that's absolutely outrageous. Like, you need to slow, <laughs> you need to slow down. Look at both. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> should, should I look at it right now? Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah let's, I'm going to look at it. You look while I take this next caller. Yeah. Uh, good morning, Haitian Dave. What's going on? Yo, Mike's Mafia in the where, building. Where, where? Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. All right. My wake up call this morning is for you, Squid. All those little AI bots you got joining the nation, <laughs> you're not going for that over here in the mafia, brother. You got to get, stop it, I say. Stop it, I say. All right? You're not going for that. Hey, tell this man, Dave. Things, your AI friends calling in. I've been listening. I don't like it. I don't want to hear it. Okay? With their generic calls. Nobody want to hear that, Squid. But that hey, commercial you know is, what, hey, that commercial is nice, though. Hey, now Thank that you, you say that, Thank you know, you. they do sound a little bit robotic the way they call in. You know, uh, Squid Nation. Mm-hmm. 
It sounds like a little bit like an Alexa. Chat, 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 you know what I mean? It sounds a little bit like Siri on there. You notice, you notice Dave had to, had, Haitian Dave had to say, but by the way, man, that commercial is fire. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Appreciate and, he, that. and he got dinged for saying, by the way. So I got to look up uh, oh, I got to look up Squid's uh, followers, followers right now. It, it, it used to be so applicable like, you know, eight years ago when you would talk about that ratio. But now yeah. it's now it's kind of stagnant because Twitter's gotten so old. I didn't even so know old. you could see the tweet, like how many tweets you have. So Bo has 10,000 followers. Well, Ten point no, no. eight. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Get accurate. And now I got to be able to find. How now I got to find how many number? tweets. I can't. I don't have the app anymore. So oh, you used to be able to see it on the app. Okay, I don't think they do that anymore. Because I just went to. Let me go to Bo's profile. Well, I didn't know you had that many followers, man. Look at you. The nation Squid. is strong. Don't, this don't guy, all right, hold on, hold on. Uh, Micah, yeah, it doesn't Mike, tell you how many tweets that you've put out. Micah's got it figured out. He says burgers are sandwiches, hot dogs are tacos, wraps, <laughs> are and he says wraps are burritos. Fruit cups slash charcuterie are salads. That's, but I think what he is saying is that's how a lot of places put them on their menu. I, I agree. with Although that. I've never seen a hot dog as a taco. Can but, you get, uh, is there any is there anywhere you can get a hot dog through a drive through? Uh, Sonic. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the I Coney. About yeah. yeah uh, it's real solid. I don't think the varsity has a drive through Crystals, they got the Chili Pups. Uh, they do have the Chili yeah. Pups. That's so what's the, like, um, chili pups. <laughs> what's the place over there on um, on Northside Drive? Uh, cookout. Does yeah, Cookout have a drive through yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I think Dairy Queen got hot dogs, too. Boy, I would like to have a cookout around when I was Dude, cookouts are fire. younger. That's uh, a <laughs> You can do some damage in a place like that when you're not worried about calories. <laughs> <laughs> hey, God, I'm getting hungry, man. We got to stop talking about food. I know, you guys are love. Well, this is what I told you yesterday. I know. I already had it planned. You said you wanted to do this. I already I said, had it planned. I said, don't do it, Mikey. Don't do it. And I got to show you all anyways. this tweet from my guy, Jake Major, uh, on Twitter. He was talking about, we were talking about pain from injuries, uh, and he sent me a picture of his injury that he had. Um, it's not good. Oh. So he's, Let's I'll flip this that. camera around. No, I don't need Basically, to see he that. can't. I don't know he what can't it is. wave hay in a natural way. I don't uh, want to so go see that. What happened well, okay, to his thumb? Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't know. He said chainsaw. Oh no! That's what he said. What? Yeah. So okay, wake that was, call I, for I us. thought it was gonna be something scarier. <laughs> no, he said. <laughs> shout out to Jake, man. I'm sorry if I'm airing you out on this one, but he said this one was painful. Chainsaw. Period. I can only. Oh, I'm sorry, Jake. I'm <laughs> so buddy. I, that had to have been a rough time. Bef- sorry about that. Before we before we go to break, I have to bring something up real quick because. Garrett just came in and he actually made a very, very valid point. And uh, Squid Billy, he kind of just debunked your hot dog, not a sandwich theory, because a Philly cheesesteak is also a piece of bread with a slice in it, with obviously contents in the middle. And we can and we consider a Philly cheesesteak a sandwich. No, 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 no. That's a hoagie bun, though. Is meat slices? Are we right? That is sliced up meat. The hot dog in its form is one. So it has to be sliced up meat for it to be a sandwich. Um, yeah, I'll say so. Yeah. Well, a hot about, dog if we're talking about sandwich. the difference between a hot dog, he's asking why. Where does peanut butter and jelly fit in? Look. <laughs> I don't Stumped. Know. Yo. Peanut butter and jelly time. Peanut butter and jelly time. You got to get a song. Hey, Dylon, can you make that a fits poll in that category. On, uh, on the Twitters? Is a hamburger no. a sandwich? No. I think you should. A burger is called a burger. No one calls a burger a sandwich. Would a you walk into a is barbecue a and be like, handheld. "Hey, can I get a sandwich?" And they're like, "Oh, sure, but what we don't have cold cuts. We only pork. have hamburgers." What about a pulled pork like, That's sandwich? That's what I mean. Well, that's a sandwich. That's a sandwich. Okay, but it's not sliced meat. It's a pulled, but you call it it's a pulled pork sandwich. I so I think you're being nitpicky. I'm not. Mm. I, okay, the only thing, forget about anything else I've said. The only thing I'm saying is a burger is not a sandwich. You call it a hamburger. You do not say 
let me when you go to a restaurant and you want the burger, you ask for the burger. You don't say, oh, I personally let me get. say, can I get the hamburger sandwich? That's how you I'm- are a monster. <laughs> <laughs> you're a lot, you're a you don't really say that, do you? Okay. No, hey, I can't by claim the way, that. I can't um, claim that. Two I'd people, kick out of Fat Boy Club. Your, your guy Jake Major and uh, Matt Long both hit me up and said that the Varsity does have a drive-through at one of the newer locations. So and the Varsity Juniors, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, cook out too. Ah, we'll have to remake this list. We'll have to do. We'll have to do subcategories. I'm all about. Well, we'll do that <laughs> when I'm not on the 72-hour fast. Yeah. Yeah. All right, when we come back. We've got a life of squid. Yeah, I'll update Yay. you on the uh, on on the water fast. And uh, I had a, I think I got taken care of yesterday at Chipotle. I'll tell you about it next on the morning shift <laughs> on Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game and the Odyssey app. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on the morning shift, the Atlanta Falcons, of course, have named Raheem Morris there new head coach and rounding out the coaching staff, Zach Robinson, who was with the Rams before as a passing game coordinator, is the offensive coordinator here in Atlanta. Jimmy Lake, who is also in L.A., is the defensive coordinator, and Marquise Williams is staying on uh, for his fourth season as a special teams coordinator for the team. I think it makes a lot of sense, uh, the moves they've made. I think you can kind of foresee them. Uh, everybody, everybody who knew anything knew that Zach Robinson would be the first guy on the list. I always wonder if you're going into these coaching meetings, do you have – like a verbal from Zach Robinson, if you're Raheem Morris and you know that you're going to three different interviews. I'm sure you probably do. Are you well, going, hey, uh, if I get one of these jobs, can I just get a verbal commitment that you'll be with me? That way I can drop it in the interview. Well, You'd have to, right? Because they're going to ask you, who do you want for this or how, who do you envision in this role? I would think you'd have to have some sort of communication with the person that you're probably going to name drop in that meeting. Yeah, I just wonder how weird that gets to the well, place you're coming from, though. That's what um, – I think it's Albert Breer wrote it Friday. I remember sending you guys before this before they had announced, and I uh, I said, seems like he's got the same thing going that Ra and uh, Zach Robinson have the same thing that Bobby Slowick and D'Amico Ryan's had. That whoever gets the job first, they just taking the other one with them. I, I think I don't I don't think I don't I don't think coaches care. You don't think. Sh- Part of the bit is part of it. Look what Kyle Shanahan did. Sean McVay did the same thing. All the all these guys that we're seeing that are coming from, they're all doing that. They are tight knit. I think it really shows. I think it's kind of a good a good sign when you have staffs that are on the opposite sides. They're so they're so close of groups. I, I I said this yesterday. I want to reiterate it too. I feel like they're if if things do obviously work out with Raheem and we are expecting them to, and we feel like he is such a good guy for a number of reasons. But the fact that he's been a passing game coordinator and a Super Bowl winning defensive coordinator, I think that should lead to more consistency when you do have personnel move around. 
when Zach Robinson does get a call for a head coaching interview, right? Because you understand what those guys were trying to get accomplished, and you can move other people into those roles. I, I think that is a massively overlooked plus of Raheem Morris that how much consistency he can bring to both sides of the ball. Let's be honest, ding, when D'Amico has to replace Bobby Slowick, I think that is going to be tough. There doesn't seem to be just Bobby Slowick's growing on trees. So when he has to replace that guy and bring somebody in for C.J. Stroud, we've seen a number of times you can have hiccups in a quarterback's development when they have turnover there. And so I think having Raheem in that role is just such an overlooked plus as far as the consistency down the road for this franchise. I don't want to take us off the beaten path here, but Bobby Slowick blew the Falcons away in his first interview. He blew Washington away from what we were told in the first interview. He has second interviews with both in building, and it looks like he's not, he didn't get here, and he looks like he's not going to get the other job. He's obviously most likely going to be back for the next hiring cycle. Why do you think that is? Do you think it was because he did not – his plan for the staff and, and how he wanted to go those things wasn't as good or – Maybe it was just the – experience I was I, I think that, that, I yeah. think that's what it is like maybe some people are like oh it's too too said, soon he said and one so, year as a play caller yeah so you give him another year and I'm sure if things continue to go on the up for the Houston Texans that uh, he'll probably land himself in a and had a coaching well, that's, that's good so when we draft Jaden Daniels next year at eight uh, according to the athletic article and we win the NFC South according to my prediction uh we'll keep Zach Robinson <laughs> for another year <laughs> There you go. There you go. He's going to get – hey, if he's not getting interviews, something went south here. Let's just put it that way. So you're hoping for him to get those interviews, and you're hoping for Jamie Lake to get those interviews at some point. That was the thing that was so funny is – and it's – look, it's – I'm not taking a shot. This is more than uh, some of the people that work in the media here than the fan base because this is how fan bases are. But when Kyle gets hired here in 15 – oh, terrible hire. He's awful. If you see – Cleveland's off, it sucks. Is that part of being like a a mega fan? Is that – one of the prerequisites that comes with it is that you always have to flash back and try to rub people's faces and pass I, 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 I know that you're, you're think, kind of poking, but I will say there is a number of people in the media market here that I have already saved tweets for. Because when they win this division and Rain Moore's has success, I will be looking for receipts. Because yeah. because some 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 people in the media have been out of pocket. Fan, I said I said it's not as much for the yeah. fans okay. as this, but I've been on I read it. I mean, I mean, I love the team. I love this. The, all of our teams in this sport, uh, this city, um, in Atlanta, anyways. And and I follow everything that's kind of said. And I so I read a lot of the 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 twitters and the and the, and so even some Reddit stuff. And I just see reaction. I just read either over, over like yes, it's the greatest hire ever. Yes, yeah. or. <laughs> Complete and utter vitriol, and and yeah, this is a garbage. Like, At least I don't have any plans on Sundays anymore. Yeah, and so so the media person. Well, there's some of those are some of those are media, but a lot of this is just, it's just fans in it. And and but I, I I remember when Kyle was hired in 15, and it was just vitriol from everyone, media, fans, and nobody you know. And his the first year, you know, it's, it's going well. Then the whole thing with Roddy White, and they go eight and eight. Um, and then you get to 16, and, and, and you get the, the, the training camp where he picks off Matt Ryan because uh, Austin Hooper didn't run his route properly. And he was really teaching Austin Hooper what he didn't do. 
And people took it as, as you know, him and Matt don't get along. And all of a sudden, they roll off 11 and 5, Super Bowl run, one of the best, the, the best offense in franchise history, and one of the best, uh, you know, in NFL. And so I, I think it's just funny how, how, how it swings from one to the other. Probably the best OC in franchise history, too, at that point. Uh, still is. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, Zach Robinson can be. Passing him. game coordinator was pretty good, too. Yeah. Pretty good. His name was Raheem. It's time for a look back into the mind of Squid Billy. Hey, he might even talk sports. This is the life of Squid on the morning shift. Brought to you by Baron Burton's Breakfast Sauce. So good you'll want breakfast all day. Go to thebreakfastsauce.com or find a retailer near you. That's right. We rolled in on a Tuesday morning this morning. And the W Sauce AT&T Omaha Steaks D71. I think a bot just tweeted me. I'm not going to reply to it. Because it's called My Info, and it said at DM Meat 07. And it's one. Are- <laughs> so I think, I, think, I, think it's, I think it's a bot. I'm not going to reply to it. All right? I'm not going to reply to the bot. The fast started yesterday when I got home. I went to the gym, did a little cardio, and I told you guys I was going to have one big meal. So... I decided on Chipotle, all right? And I ordered on the app, and I said, this is what time I was in the middle of abs. I'm like, okay, give me, yeah, give me a little sour cream on there. Uh, Mexican sausage is good for everybody. I didn't, have, I didn't get the chorizo, though. <laughs> Dylan. I, got, I got steak, double meat, um, brown rice, black beans, a little cheese, the, the salsa. So I ordered, and I said it, and I, it's like I'm in the middle of abs, and I go, okay, uh, it's eight minutes from now. I'll be done with abs in five minutes, three-minute drive, boom. Set it for this time. I roll up precisely at 1120 uh to where i was and then and the nice lady uh you know sorry i had to wait for a second because she had took a second to get to the win- window and she goes hey uh what's your name and i told her my name and she came back she goes is that b-e-a-u and i said yes it is that's right it's b-e-a-u Bay. when you go to all my states dot com bayou like the, the lady at chick-fil-a bayou and, she, and uh she goes oh i'm gonna have to make it real quick and i go okay no problem she was apologizing for making me laugh. i said oh this is fine it's fine I'm going to save her this last meal anyways. And so I get it home, and she gave me, obviously, double meat because I pay for it. She gave me double everything. She, she gave you two, two I got, bowls. Basically. I've gotten more cheese than I've ever gotten on mm. uh, on oh. from that place. That place does not give cheese away. Very Them and Moe's, they're stingy <laughs> with the cheese. And the guac. The sour cream? Guac I mean, it was, like, it, it was like a soup bowl. There's so much sour cream in there. It was... <laughs> Phenomenal. I didn't know if I was going to finish it. I didn't know if I was going to finish it. It was the best made bowl I have ever had from a Chipotle. So you licked it clean the way Tiff did her yogurt the other day. That's and right. And you were like, I'm on my way. That's right. I'm on my way for this Well, fast. then I go, oh, man, I'm, I hope I can keep my last meal down. I ate too much. It was huh. so good. So good. Tiff, Bo was texting me trying to time up this fast, and I had already eaten. But I, he texted me like 12, 13. He said, are you going yet? And I said, yeah, 12, 14. And I had to go run and get another sip of Sprite. Well, I text you at eleven fifty three, and you, I, I said, "Well, I text you when I was eating." And you go, "Oh, I'm gonna try to time it up for the snack." And then he uh, and I said, "All right, eleven fifty three, I've started." And he goes, "I didn't hear it back." And I go, "Are you starting?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'm be a little behind you." <laughs> Finally, at it 12, was the 13. Sprite, the Sprite that got me. So good, had to needed one one last sip. Amazing. Really, truly happy for you that you're able to kick off your water fast with a uh, meal that you feel like someone hooked you up. Almost, it's always nice to feel special, though. 
Well, I'm, this, the nation makes me feel special every day because uh, I'm their we fearless leader. Come back here. We've got Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger joining us here on the show. We're going to get into this Super Bowl matchup with him. That's next on the other side on the morning shift on Sports Radio 99 The Game. Started. Go ahead with the morning shift. Time for the show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back here on the morning shift, and we are going straight to the WadeFord.com hotline. And on the line is Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. What's going on, Bobby? <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Sounds like you're having a good party there today. You know, we're rolling along here, and it's always great to have you on with us. Uh, I know we want to get to the Super Bowl matchup, but we got to ask you first about uh, Raheem Morris, and now he's the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. What do you make of this selection, uh, Baldy? I think it's great. I mean, I I always was uh, – it always had me scratching my head when (laughs) Raheem was coaching wide receivers in Atlanta. And I'm like, he's the best defensive coach you have on the staff. Why, why is he coaching Julio? You know, and so, you know, that, that changed pretty quickly, um, you know, when he became the interim head coach. So I think everybody knew what Raheem was all about in the building, including, you know, the owner and, um, you know, and Rich McKay. I think they knew what he was all about back when they had him in the building. And so I think uh, he, uh, he's done a great job in Los Angeles. Uh, you just look at the team and the rookies that he played this year there. I told people back in week three, week four, that if you're a true analyst, you better do your homework on who's playing for Atlanta because you won't know any of the guys or most of them outside of Aaron Donald. And those guys all developed into becoming a really top-notch defense over the course of the season. That's all under the tutelage of Raheem. So I think they got a, a bright young coach that has been there before, and I think he's learned a lot along the way. Baldy, last year the Falcons went down to New Orleans. They signed Ryan Nielsen to be the defensive coordinator. He was able to double the sack total from the year before by, you know, utilizing some schemes up front, some twist stunts, uh, some other things to, to really get those guys to play to another level. Now he's down in Jacksonville. Raheem takes over this defense. Jimmy Lake, a guy known for the secondary, kind of steps in. Schematically, I mean, what can Falcons fans expect defensively uh, as far as the scheme goes and how it's going to be different from what Ryan Nielsen ran? Mm, I don't know exactly yet. I mean – the one thing about, you know, the Rams were they, they were a multiple front. Now, it helped that they had Aaron Donald, and he had attracted a whole lot of attention. Young guys like Byron Young and Toby Turner all developed. But, you know, they, they, they disguised a lot. They played a lot of different coverages. Um, depending on who they had, you know, when Jalen Ramsey was there, they, they, uh, they played a great deal of, you know, put him in the star position. I think he's going to build the defense around the, around the talent that he has. And they've got, obviously, a lot of veterans uh, on that defense. Uh, but they also have some young, young players like Arnold Ebikati and some players like that, I think, that have a chance to really develop and become, you know, top-notch starters. So I think he's going to build it around um, the skills that he has there. Uh, you know, when you have Jesse Bates on the back end and you have some of the corners that you do, you could do a lot of different things and you'd be very multiple. So I think that's what they have to look forward to. Brian, in the NFC Championship game, 
Detroit had a big lead. It's now 24-10, and they uh, they they go for they go for the fourth down instead of kick the field goal. Did Dan Campbell just get too aggressive and help his team lose lose all the momentum in that game? Well, I don't think he became too aggressive because that's what he's been doing for most of the last three years. But you know, if the Falcons get the opening kickoff in the third quarter, take it down and kick a field goal, and they cut the lead to 24 to 10, and then you go down and you have fourth and three at the 28-yard line, kick the field goal and match the field goal. And then you're still up three scores, and you're halfway through the third quarter. It puts a lot of pressure on San Francisco to come up with three scores and make three stops to try to win the game. I think he totally blew it there, and I think he blew it later on when he had a chance to tie it on fourth to two halfway through the fourth quarter and extend the momentum. And so when you want to be aggressive, I think you have to be smart. And I, I think, Dan, he says he has no regrets, but I think he's going to have a lot of regrets when he looks back on it. Hey, Baldy, uh, when we look at the Super Bowl matchup now, you've got two teams in there with the Chiefs and 49ers that at various points this season, no one really thought that these teams maybe would get back to where they are now. You had the 49ers with the losing streak, and then you saw the turmoil uh, on the Chiefs' sidelines. Um, I guess we could start with them. How did they turn things around? Well, I think, uh, I mean, I talked to Andy Reid halfway through the season about his team. And I said, for the first time, Andy, and I've known him since he came in the league uh, as a head coach in 99. I said, for the first time, I'm talking about your defense more than your offense. And, and he didn't disagree. And I think the defense carried them when they were dropping passes and making mistakes and not really executing to the level we just saw in the postseason. And so I think they always had that underbelly of a great defense that could keep in every, in every single game. Their job was just to not make critical mistakes uh, like they did in some games. And I think that's what has fueled this team and will continue to fuel it into the Super Bowl. Baldy, what does the future hold for a guy like Andy Reid? You mentioned you talked to him midway through the year, and he's a guy that with some of the older ousters, the Pete Carrolls and Bill Belichick around the league, he's become the elder statesman uh, as far as age goes. And I'm just wondering – you know him. How much longer do you think he's going to be able to do this? Well, Andy doesn't have any hobbies. You know, it's not like he's going out to play golf. It's not like, you know, he's got a vacation home in California. He never goes to it. His wife does. But, I mean, this is what Andy does. I mean, he, he's in there, you know, with uh, a, a good meatball sandwich and, um, <laughs> you, know, a bunch of, you know, a bunch of Sharpies, and he's tinkering. I mean, that's, that's – Andy is, you know, to the, the people that have hobbies like – I don't know, they, they put car engines together and stuff like that. That's Andy. Like, all of his tinkering is done trying to divine, devise game plans. And I, I can't see him doing anything else, to be honest with you. I mean, he's, he's all in. He, he sleeps about three or four hours a day. He's never slept more than that. I don't know what he would do without it, to be honest with you. I, I think Pete Carroll could be just fine. He's got a nice home on the north shore of Oahu. Uh, it's beautiful up there. I mean, I, I think Pete will be fine. I don't think Andy would be fine if you took the game away from him. I, I don't see him stepping away at all. Odyssey NFL insider Brian Bodinger joining us here on the WayForward.com hotline. Don't forget, insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization <laughs> because men have skin, too. I'm a man, I can tell you that. Uh, Brian the Ravens' game plan seemed a little suspicious with the fact that they just kind of went away from the running game. What what, Crazy. what in the world were Todd Munkin and uh, John Harbaugh doing? 
Well, I think part of it was they saw that the Chiefs were marching out three big linebackers, Nick Bolton, Drew Tranquil, uh, Leo Chanel. And, you know, they, they tried to run it in the first drive, and they just stuffed them. And so they saw all this one-on-one coverage on the outside, whether it was with Legereus Sneed or Trent McDuffie or Jalen Watson or Joshua Williams, and they said, we'll, we'll take Bateman or Odell Beckham or Zay Flowers. We'll take our shots down the field. And they, they didn't convert all but one of them the whole game. I think that was part of it. But regardless, I mean, to, Lamar, to run Lamar Jackson on two designed runs the entire day never made any sense. Uh, regardless of who, how they were stacking a box against them. So I think they look back on this and go, this was not very smart. They had also four three and outs where if you're just on the field for three plays and you're punting, you just can't get into a rhythm. You don't sustain offense and you don't really get your running game going. And so I thought the game conditions and the flow of the game kind of dictate some of it as well. Baldy, we'll spend the next 12 days breaking down this Super Bowl matchup. Uh, you got any inkling? You got one way or another? I'm, I'm a gambling man myself. Yeah, well, uh, I am too. Not not on these games, but in other ways. <laughs> um, I don't have one yet because I can I can really, like a lot of us, I think we can all go back and forth. But my early, my early premonition is how in the world could anybody um, bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, like how could you, uh, Steve Spagnola, how could anybody go against this franchise right now and what they have been doing and what they have just done in the postseason on the road? That'd be my early premonition. But look, I, I like what the 49ers are doing. I'm a big fan of Brock Purdy's. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan is hungry to get that, that Super Bowl win. So I, I could go both sides. But early on, I, it'd be hard to, to go against Patrick Mahomes in this game. Mm. Baldy, will you be out in Vegas? Oh, yeah. I'll be there uh, on <laughs> there Sunday. All right. I'll see you out there then. Uh, we appreciate All the right, insight. Tiff. Great talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, enjoy the, uh, the the 12 days leading up to the big game. Yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely will. Every minute of it. That was Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. There were two words that he said that stuck out to me more than any other two words. Meatball sandwich. And I just want to know, Tiff, where does that fit into me. your category? That is ground beef. It's just in little balls. It's and it meatball. goes in between bread. It's a, and it's it called a, a sandwich. Sub? It he, is. He called it a meatball sandwich. Well, I'm going to have to reconvene with Baldy <laughs> and, and ask him about that. Because it's called a meatball sub. <laughs> which, by the way, could also teeter into the sloppy joe category. There's, how'd you Maybe look, eaten with a fork. How'd you get so nitpicky? Mm. Look, some people... Strive for excellence. Mm. Wow. Describing. Yeah. Those people normally know what day. Comeback. You know what? Those a really good comeback. Those people normally know what day of the week it is. That's a good comeback. Uh, uh, Tiffany, your sorry, your nickname is going to have to be Technical Tiff. <laughs> 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 All right, let's find out what's coming up on the Steakhouse. That's next year on the Morning Shift on Sports Radio 99 The Game. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.